everyone. You are listening to Magic Key Adventures, a podcast highlighting me and my family's trips to Disneyland. I am Steph and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. I want to start out with the Spotify poll and question. So if you're not familiar, I always leave a Spotify poll and question with every episode on Spotify. I actually upload um, all of my episodes through Spotify for podcasters. So it allows me to be able to interact with you guys using these tools. So let me go over the question and the poll. So the last episode's question was, if you could do a tour of anywhere in Disneyland, what would you see? And I basically wanted to know, like, what behind the scenes kind of thing would you want to see at Disneyland? And um, Michaela answered the VIP tour. And then Karina answered, anything behind the scenes, but I'm especially intrigued by where they keep the horses. So two great answers. The the VIP tour I've always wanted to do myself. I think it would be an amazing opportunity to see the parks through the eyes of a VIP tour guide, which they were dubbed plaids because they're wearing those plaid outfits. So if you ever hear anybody refer to plaids or to go see a plaid, those are the, if you want to call them experts inside the parks, they are very knowledgeable. Um, And if you want a recommendation on a plaid to follow, I recommend following Philander on Instagram. Every Monday he does Imagineering Monday and it's a wealth of information about Disneyland. And that just gives you like a little scratch of the surface of the type of knowledge that these VIP tour guides know about. So that would be a great one. I agree with you, Michaela. And Karina, the the horses. Wow, that's I've never thought about that. But yeah, I would love to see the stables and get to see where they train all of the horses that are cast members at Disneyland. That's that's very cool. So the poll question I asked. Um, Since we kind of touched on Disneyland Paris, I asked, have you ever been to Disneyland Paris? And you could answer yes, no, or no, not yet. And I got two votes for no, not yet. So a couple of people wanting to go to Disneyland Paris and hopefully you guys get there. And I hope I get there too, because that would be an amazing trip. I, if I could have the ideal Disney trip. If you guys have never heard of that Adventures by Disney trip where you can go around the entire world basically um, on a private jet and go to all the parks and, and see some sights as well, that that is a dream in and of itself to be able to do not only just to get to see all of the parks, but other tours as well and just be able to do a little bit of sightseeing while you're in those areas but mostly you know disney parks 
Disney parks for sure. So thank you, Michaela and Karina for uh, participating in the poll and question. I really appreciate you guys interacting with me. Thank you so much. While I was in Spotify, I did notice that um, I do have three five-star ratings. So I want to say thank you out there. Thank you so much for your ratings. Um, thank you again to those of you who rated and reviewed on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate that because it really helps me um, know that I'm actually doing a good job, first of all. And it, it also, you know, kind of puts me on the map in all of these little um, podcast worlds. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that too. You guys are awesome. So I want to tell you guys about my next trip. I'm so excited, you guys. Next weekend, I am going on a trip. Yay, to Disneyland. I'm going to Disneyland, guys. <laughs> I kind of told you a little bit about this trip probably a few episodes ago. I was invited by my Facebook group, DWK SoCal Theme Parks Tips and Tricks. I'm a moderator for that group in Facebook, and I was invited to do a hotel tour with them and their affiliate getaway today. And I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't, I don't know too much about it other than I get to go as an honored guest, as a moderator for the group. Um, and I am truly honored to have been asked. Only two of us moderators were asked to go. And I'm, I'm deeply touched that they even thought of me to go. And I'm so excited to be there and to tour these hotels. And hopefully they will allow me to, you know, tell you guys about my experience. But um, if not, that's perfectly fine with me because those wonderful ladies are amazing. They are wives, they are mothers, they are travel planners, bloggers. These are hardworking women and I do not want to do anything to offend them or to be disrespectful to them because this is their business. And um, I'm just there, like I said, as an honored guest and I am honored. I have uh, been working with them. I, I want to say it's been about two years already, maybe more, maybe less. I'm not sure. I, I have so much fun moderating for that group that time has just flown by. And the best jobs are always the jobs that you do on a voluntary basis. And this is one of those jobs I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed being a moderator. And even as a moderator, I'm still kind of like, um, what they would dub as a group expert because, you know, I go to the parks frequently. I would never call myself an expert in anything. I feel like that's just a very hard achievement. I mean, I'm sure there's people who are truly experts, but I just don't feel like I could ever be one of them, mainly because I have memory issues. <laughs> As you guys probably heard from the last episode, me and my husband had uh, trouble remembering January. <laughs> so um, I just, I, I hold on to, you know, some information and some of it just goes away, but I, I could never call myself an expert in anything. I, I feel like I'm knowledgeable. Yes. I feel like I can help you. Yes. And I enjoy it so much, but, um, I still struggle when I answer questions on there with whether the answer is right or not. And 
sometimes I have to research just a little bit just to make sure I'm saying the right thing. That's only because, you know, everybody is relying on you to give them the correct answer. And, and I take that very seriously because I don't want to give misinformation and I don't, I don't want to be wrong. Not just be, not because like, um, I don't want to be wrong, you know, or I have to be perfect. No, not that. I just, I want to be able to relay information accurately is the best way to put it. So so again, I'm honored to go on this trip and I can't wait. It's next week. Oh, I leave on Thursday. I will be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, which uh, puts me into the Labor Day weekend, which I'll get to spend with my family. So I get to do a solo trip at the parks and then come home to the family. This upcoming trip is what inspired this episode. And so we'll get into the episode in just a minute. But this upcoming trip is the whole reason why I decided to do this episode. Let's talk Oogie Boogie because that's coming up very soon too. Because as soon as I go on this trip, Oogie Boogie is just right around the corner. And so is our day to be at Oogie Boogie. Now, I haven't seen any announcements about the villains for this year. And I feel like that's weird. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that is weird. How do we have no teaser? How do we have nothing telling us what villains? So I'm, I am really hoping it's not going to be all the same ones from last year, but in a way, I guess too, if it is, then it would be great because, um, even though I'm going again, my two family members who are coming with me, my husband and Alex Jr. have never even been to a geek buggy before. So, um, so it'll be all fresh for them. So I, I'm happy for, for them. So if it ends up being the same villains and, you know, I'm not going to be too upset, but a little disappointed. I, you know, I can be a little disappointed, but I kind of wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the food because I was going over this with my husband. He's the foodie in the family. And, um, and I may have to get him a ticket to Disneyland guys, because I feel like all the good food is at Disneyland. Cause I, I started at DCA with the food there and I was naming all these things and he's just like, ah, eh, that's, that sounds okay. That sounds okay. But the things that I was reading in Disneyland, he was, he was liking a little bit more, but I'll go over a few of the things. So in Galactic Grill, they're going to bring back the Darth by Chocolate Parfait, which is something that we wanted to try during Star Wars night and they didn't have it. So we really want to try that. There is this bacon barbecue burger from Hungry Bear that has a third of a pound Ang Angus chuck patty, red pepper, cheese sauce, onion rings, bacon, and barbecue sauce. And they also have a pumpkin churro funnel cake. That sounds interesting, but it says it's cinnamon sugar, caramel sauce, pumpkin ice cream, and whipped topping. Now, what's throwing me off is that pumpkin ice cream. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, there's also a non-alcoholic huckleberry lemonade with blueberry garnish. That does sound very good. Jolly Holiday is going to have a lot of amazing treats. Um, there is a poison apple macaron, apple-shaped macaron filled with salted caramel and apple compote. Sounds delicious. Plus, it looks really good because if you look at the Disney Parks blog, they do have a photo of it. They have a pumpkin chai cream puff. 
uh, pumpkin shaped cream puff filled with pumpkin chai mousse and white chocolate crunchy pearls. That sounds really good. And they have a Mickey bat cookie, which is something traditional that they have. It's a shortbread bat cookie dipped in dark chocolate with a vampire Mickey face. And it's super cute. Um, Plaza Inn always does like some sort of cake. So they do have a devil's food cake at Red Rose Tavern. They, um, they always have a themed gray stuff and they change the name and they call it the grave stuff. And this is the traditional gray stuff with tombstone chocolate decoration and sprinkles. So it looks really good. They also have a pumpkin cheesecake cold brew at Red Rose Tavern. It's a tavern cold brew coffee with pumpkin sweet cream cheese topper. So one year I did try their specialty um, cold brew at Red Rose Tavern. Oh shoot, I can't even remember the flavor, but it wasn't good. It was too spicy. I want to say it might have been pumpkin or something similar to that kind of um, spice that they make. And I didn't like it at all. So mm, if it's just the cold brew with the pumpkin sweet cream cheese, then it might, that might be a little better. So I, I think I'll try that. What do you guys think? Should I try that when it comes out? Because it does come out on August 29th. So I could be getting this as early as the 31st, guys. But it's going to be available until November 9th. So if any of you have trips to the park planned, there you go. Um, let me see. Refreshment Corner has a spicy chili dog. It's a premium hot dog chop topped with spicy chili, nacho cheese sauce, spicy brown mustard, um, spicy corn chips, and a fried serrano pepper. Um, let's look at... DCA because they also have treats just to let you know when you're going through this food blog there's treats at the Tomorrowland Skyline Terrace. If you're interested the Tropical Hideaway will have a blood orange awa fresca with a Dole Whip strawberry. So after that they just have like all their specialty churros. Let's see. So Alex thought this might be good and I don't know how to pronounce what it's called but it's spelled T-E with a space, K-A with a space, dog. So, Taka, Takai, Takay, something like that. Please forgive me. <laughs> but it's a sweet and spicy pulled pork with a fiery tropical chutney served on a toasted bun with cuties or film strip fries. This sounds good to me. At the cappuccino cart, they're going to have the a pumpkin bundt cake. It's pumpkin flavored cake filled with dulce de leche and cream cheese frosting finished with chocolate stem and mousse leaf. That sounds good to me. Um, there's some specialty hand scooped ice cream at Clarabelle's. They're all kind of like floats. There's specialty churros. The cozy cone will have a chili con queso, a slow burning mac and cheese cone, pasta with spicy red pepper cheese sauce topped with chili cheese puffs. Um, they do have a picture of it. So it basically just looks like the mac and cheese with 
hot Cheetos kind of like sprinkled on top of it. So Jack Jack Cookie Num Nums is going to feature a cookie as well. It's called Monster Baby and it's a shortbread cookie dipped in chocolate with a Jack Jack chocolate piece. And um, I'm looking at the photo and it's basically like Jack Jack when he's on fire. It looks really cute. I mean, usually you can just get the uh, chocolate chip at Num Nums Cookies, but um, this will be fun. This will be great. I wonder if it's as big as those other cookies too. Let's see. There's an Ursula shake at Schmoozies. It's coconut and taro shake with whipped topping and cotton candy dusted with blue sugar. Let's see. So if you're into spicy food, Smoke Jumpers Grill will have a ghostly double cheeseburger. Um, it's a double beef and soy chorizo burger with provolone, ghost pepper, black bean spread, avocado crema, cabbage, and pico de gallo served with crinkle cut fries. My husband wasn't really interested in that one because of the soy chorizo. He's not, he's not a big fan of the soy version of chorizo. Uh, candy apple cotton candy yeah and then so the hotels usually do some special things and so does downtown disney and so yeah i just wanted to let you guys know that that is um all available on the disney parks blog if you want to take a look at that i will also link it in the show notes for you guys to see all right so we will get to the episode so like I mentioned, I was inspired to make this episode because I will be going on a solo trip here coming up soon. And it's not my first solo trip. So I wanted to tell you guys about my first solo trip and then my second solo trip because I've actually done it twice. There were two totally different trips. So yeah, let's get into it. So the first solo trip that I went on came on a whim, really. And it's because I had heard that the Princess Concert was coming to Downtown Disney on February 28th, 2022. So this was last year. And from my understanding, it was going to be a concert and Susan Egan was going to be there. So Susan Egan is the voice of Megra or Meg for short in Hercules. But she also played Belle in the Broadway version of Beauty and the Beast. So in some respects, you could call her a Disney legend. At least I feel that way. So I was so excited to go and to meet her. And I even made a shirt with, um, <laughs> I made a shirt with my Cricut. And um, it was a silhouette of Belle and Meg. And they had their backs towards each other. And then I added some font. And it said, two Disney worlds, one beautiful voice. So I'm going to read what the Disney, is it the Disney Parks? It was actually the Disney food blog who had posted about this concert last year. And I was still able to find it since it is a blog. It says, calling all Disney princess fans. We have an event that you need to add to your calendar. I mean, obviously, right? On February 28th, Pandora Jewelry will presenting a show called Disney Princess, the concert in downtown Disney at Disneyland Resort. 
The show will start at 11 a.m. and run until 1 p.m. at the Downtown Disney Live stage. And those who attend can get a signed limited edition poster keepsake from the cast of the show. But who's on that list? Well, it's a star-studded lineup of Susan Egan, Ariel Jacobs, Cindy Winters, and Annalise Vanderpool. If you would like to meet the performers, the meet and greet line will begin forming at the stage at 9 a.m. For the meet and greet before the show, face coverings are required and all photos will be socially distanced. So when I read this, I thought it was going to be a concert. And when I describe to you my experience, you'll, you'll figure out that that's not actually what transpired. So with that information on hand, I arrived early before 9 a.m. and found the area. I walked up to a cast member and asked about the meet and greet and I was given a bracelet and told to come back at 11. So I was confused because I read the concert was supposed to start at 11. So I was just like, okay, you know, it's fine. So I walked away and decided to go to California Adventure. Not knowing what to do, I decided just to get on the Incredicoaster. I used the regular standby line since it was still early and the wait time was about 20 minutes. I took a photo on Pixar Pier with the pal around as my background. And then I headed back to downtown Disney because there wasn't really a lot of time in between walking all the way through downtown because um, that live stage is over by um, the Disneyland Hotel. So walking all the way to DCA and then doing stuff in DCA and then coming back. So they taped off a queue ready for everyone. So I got in line at 11, the stars of the princess concert came out and they started the meet and greet. I waited exactly one hour to finally meet the four princesses, which was pretty good, right guys? Including Susan Egan, which I was so excited to meet her. I was able to chat with all four of them briefly at a distance. And then one of the princesses noticed my shirt and pointed it out to Susan. And she was very appreciative. And they also liked that my shoes matched my shirt because I had my shirt was rose gold and so were my shoes. A photographer took photos with my phone. And then I was given the autographed poster like was mentioned in the food blog. So no concert you guys it was just a meet and greet i was completely confused but you know i know that things change um or sometimes you know communication isn't always relayed but um it was still a great experience i i was so happy to be there and i i'm very happy that i got to meet susan egan um she's like i said a disney legend in my mind so after that one hour, I was free to do whatever I wanted, right? So now I had the rest of the day to enjoy the parks by myself. This was a strange feeling, though. I kept seeing families while I was standing in lines by myself, and I kept wondering if they thought I was weird. In my mind, I was thinking, I'm a mom, I'm not a weirdo, I swear. But that quickly faded away because I was having so much fun, you guys. Let me tell you what I did. I got in the single rider line for Radiator Springs Racers and went on that ride by myself. I took pictures of Groot in Adventures Campus because I was going through there and I ended up seeing him. I took a photo in front of the Mickey Floral at Disneyland. 
I ate lunch at the Plaza Inn and it was delicious. I had the pot roast with a side salad. Then I went on Pirates of the Caribbean where Jack Sparrow was in the balcony interacting with the guests. I took a photo next to the castle, I took a photo by the wishing well, and I stood there to wait for Snow White to sing. I took a lot of photos because a lot of the times my family doesn't like to take photos with me. I mean, the kids are starting to get used to it, right? But you guys know my husband isn't really thrilled with taking photos, so I took a lot of opportunities to take photos. And to me, it is a little bit embarrassing to take all of these selfies everywhere. I don't know why I find it embarrassing, but I, I kind of do. But at, at this point, I was just so happy to be there and to be able to get all of these photos. I was just having a great time. I then decided to stand in line for Peter Pan, thinking it wasn't that long. But because this is the first time I had ridden it in such a long time, I forgot how deceiving that queue was. And it was a hot day too, you guys. So I stood in that line for about 45 minutes to have that five second ride on Peter Pan. At that point, it kind of wasn't worth it just because it was so warm, but you know, lesson learned. After that, I went to the Red Rose Tavern to enjoy some gray stuff and a Valentine's specialty drink. I really got to sit in the Red Rose Tavern and take in all of the details. And I took a lot of photos in there because I had never realized how detailed Red Rose Tavern is from, you know, the moment you walk in, you've got Gaston's side, you've got Belle's side. It's just, it's so gorgeous in there. If you've, if you've never stopped to take a look, do it, you guys, because it's totally worth it, all of the details that the Imagineers put in there. After that, it was about 4.30, and I was back on the tram to the parking structure because I didn't want to get home too late because I did have to go to work the next day. This was on a Monday. <laughs> but my whirlwind experience I will cherish forever, and I'm so grateful to my family for letting me do it. I lived my best Disney adult life that day, you guys. So the next time I did a solo trip was for D23, uh, the convention at the Anaheim Convention Center. I had bought my ticket early on and I could only afford one day at the time. So I bought a ticket for Saturday. And when I got my badge in the mail, um, I was registering my badge and I noticed that Sunday hadn't sold out yet. And so I had the money then. So I went ahead and bought a Sunday ticket. So I turned my one day into two days and it was so worth it. You guys, I had the best time, the best time. Let me tell you about it. So September 9th, 2022. D23. D23 starts on a Friday. And as I mentioned, I didn't have a Friday ticket. Um, so I drove to Disneyland in the rain after getting off work. I made a reservation for Disneyland the day I, I arrived because, well, why not? I could as a magic key holder. 
What I remember most about this weekend was worrying about not being able to go because of Hurricane Kay and the effects it had in my area and in Anaheim at the time. So as you guys know, I do work for the city and as a city worker, I am a disaster relief worker in case of an emergency. So being called away is always a possibility when there's an emergency. And especially during this storm, because there was so much flooding, even in my own neighborhood. But luckily, you know, everything worked out and I was able to go. I drove in the rain the entire way to Anaheim. And in Anaheim, it was raining as well. So I arrived at the parking structure around 8.30 at night. Uh, regardless of the rain, there was still plenty of people not only arriving to the park the same time I was, but inside the park as well. So Halloween time was in full swing by this time. I took so many photos of the decor. I was so excited. I ended up ordering a mac and cheese bread bowl from the refreshment corner. But there was nowhere to sit, you know, because it was raining. The whole area at Jolly Holiday was taken up. So I walked across the street to the Plaza Inn. Every table inside was taken. So I had to sit on the patio of the Plaza Inn. But luckily, there's, you know, enough trees and umbrellas there that I was able to sit there and just be able to eat my food. I got on a couple of rides. I stood in line for Peter Pan's flight, which this time wasn't that bad, um, but still long despite the weather. I mean, I think I was probably in line for about 20 minutes at that point. And then I got on Pirates. So by the time I got off Pirates and um, said goodnight to Captain Jack Sparrow, it was already after 10. So I had to head back to the parking structure because I wanted to get up early for the convention the next day. And I still hadn't checked into my hotel or anything. Um, I also did get a hotel further this time. I stayed in Garden Grove. So I was going to have to use a taxi or a car service to get to the convention center. So the next day was my first day of the convention, but day two of the event. By the time I ate breakfast at the hotel, which was free and unfortunately not that good, I was out front waiting for my taxi around 8.40 a.m. The line outside was pretty long, but it did move quickly. While waiting in line to get checked in, they did have a special guest available for pictures, and that special guest was Wally. Oh my gosh, it was so exciting to see Wally in person. Oh, he was so good, you guys. He was everything you see in the movie and just the cutest. He also talked and moved. I didn't take a photo with him, but I did take some videos of him as I passed by. Another cool thing as you were entering the convention center was the cast members were lined up saying good morning and welcome and were so excited and enthusiastic. It just really set the tone for the day. And initially when you get your badge, um, you register your badge and then you get to select some panels that you're guaranteed to be chosen to sit in. Um, so you'll pick like different panels that are um, on your priority list and then they'll kind of randomize it and then tell you via email which ones you got. 
So I was selected to go into the Santa Clauses and Walt Disney Imagineering. With this being my first time going to the convention, I have to credit a fellow podcast. Well, probably one of the inspirations why I even do a podcast. But DL Weekly and all of my fellow Weekly Tears who are patrons of the show um, because they made it so easy and less intimidating. We even had like a dedicated chat on Discord and one of the hosts, Teresa, made a Google document that we all shared to help out. Had I not had this amazing community, I would have been lost the whole time I was there. A lot of preparation goes into going to an event like this. So having my schedule and knowing where to go see things just made everything easy and less intimidating. So back to my arrival. My first panel that I selected wasn't for a while. So I took this opportunity to look at the show floor. My goodness, you guys, it was huge. There was so many things to see and do. I walked around and saw actual costumes from Marvel characters. There was a lounge just for D23 gold members. There was giveaways. I got this Disney 100 poster and a Mickey pop socket. There was a gentleman painting a floor mural of Alice in Wonderland. There was Star Wars costume exhibits. There was a 50s style diner setup that Target did where you could buy the Mattel vintage denim buddies and they were only $20 and you could even use your red card so you can get the 5%. So I ended up buying a couple for my boys. So many photo ops and displays like Frozen and Coco. There was an exhibit from the Marceline Hometown Museum. Um, there was a parks exhibit. There's so many amazing things to see in that room. But I think it would take this entire episode to go through everything because I have so many pictures of everything that I saw. So after I left that area, I went upstairs to figure out, you know, where everything was and at the same time, I was messaging one of my one of my friends who's a weekly tier. So weekly tiers is, is what we call um, DL weekly fans who um, donate to the Patreon and we're part of the community. So they call us weekly tiers, which is super cute. So I was messaging uh, one of them who is there. Once I got upstairs, he found me and he called me over and I finally got to meet in person three of my fellow weekly tears, one of which I have mentioned before because he is a cast member and he was also working at the convention that day. Um, he hadn't started his shift yet, so that's why he was able to hang out with us for a little while. They invited me to see a panel with them, so I went to see the treasures from the Marty Scholar collection. My goodness, I'm so glad that I went to this, you guys, because before this, I didn't really know who Marty Scholar was, but this panel was so amazing and so informative. I can't, I can't even tell you how amazing all of the stories that I heard were. I just, now I have an appreciation for the man who is Marty Scholar. I was just so happy to learn about him. 
After that, I finally got to meet the hosts of DL Weekly, Teresa and Tag, and a few more fellow weekly tiers. It's such an honor to meet them, and they are exactly what you would expect them to be. After that, I did leave the convention, and I walked to Disneyland to eat because I am in the mindset that I can't be that close to Disneyland and not go in, guys. So I went in and I ate a late lunch at um, Rancho del Socalo. <laughs> I always have to say that slow because my my Spanish accent isn't really that great. I had a Sonora burrito with chicken, which where I'm from, when someone says like Sonora something, it usually means fried. But this was a wet burrito. That's okay though. It was it was okay. The chicken inside was a little dry, but it was still it was still pretty good. So after I finished eating, I made my way back to the convention. When I got back, I got to do the Santa Claus panel that I was selected to go to. It was so amazing, you guys. I had such a great time. The energy in the room was amazing. Seeing Tim Allen in person was amazing. I am a huge Tim Allen fan, guys. I grew up in the 90s, as you know. I watched Home Improvement on ABC all the time. I watched him, you know, in the Santa Claus movie series. I've watched him in Jungle to Jungle. I've watched him as animated character in Toy Story. I love Tim Allen, you guys. I'm a huge fan of him and being able to see him in person, just amazing. What a treat. Not only that, we got to see so many previews of the new show, which made the entire audience so excited to see it. Just the energy in the room just makes it so great. After that, I did go to a DL Weekly meetup that was um, pre-planned. We met up at Tangaro Terrace at the Disneyland Hotel, where I got to spend more time with not only the hosts, but fellow listeners as well. It was so much fun, and I made so many friends. Some of them even got a glimpse of John Stamos, you guys. I think even one of them talked to him. I was too chicken to go, though. (laughs) After that, my night got a little rough because I was trying to get back to my hotel, and it was the same time that the park had closed, so um, everyone was already at the pickup drop-off zone for like the Ubers and the taxis. However, every Uber, Lyft, taxi I tried ordering kept canceling, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Honestly, guys, I just, I wanted to cry. I was, I was tired. I was confused. I, oh my gosh, I could have literally walked the mile and a half to my hotel a couple of times by the time I finally got a ride secured to my hotel. But luckily I did. And I decided after that, that I wasn't going to let fate of the car service dictate my day anymore. (laughs) And I decided to drive to the convention the next day. So I didn't end up getting a lot of sleep because of that. And one of my new friends, Liberty, invited me to use her husband's pass to go to one of the large panels that I wanted to see. In fact, you guys... (laughs) The photo I took of myself outside of the convention area was so awful. 
bags and wrinkles under my eyes despite the use of concealer. Oh, I was so tired, but excited to be doing another day at the convention and my day only got better. So I got to attend the Parks and Experiences panel. This is the mother panel for anyone who loves parks and it was hosted by Josh Damaro. And I was lucky enough to be able to sit with the DL Weekly hosts, Tag and Teresa, and it was the best experience. There was just so many announcements, so much excitement, and to share it with people that I connect with was so amazing. I can't emphasize enough the energy in these rooms with your fellow Disney people. It's just amazing. If you were crying, no one would judge you. If you were standing up cheering, no one was going to judge you. Everybody has the same enthusiasm for the parks and the panels that they're in, right? It's just an amazing experience and I'm going to cherish that forever. So after that panel, we had to run to our next one because it was right after that one and I actually got to run with Tag and Teresa because we were all going to the same panel, which was the Walt Disney Imagineering panel. And it was another great panel, you guys. It was hosted by Leslie Iwerks. And she was actually leading the panel for the Mark Scalar collection as well. But let me tell you who Leslie Iwerks is. She is a documentarian and her father is an Imagineer who worked with Walt Disney. If you're a Disney nerd who watches documentaries on Disney Plus, like Imagineering Story or Behind the Attraction, you know who her father is. And you're going to know this next Imagineer that I'm going to tell you that I got to see on this panel. I got to see Imagineer Kim Irvine on this panel and hear her talk. She currently works at Disneyland and she is also the daughter of an Imagineer. And that Imagineer's name is Leota Toombs. Now, does that name sound familiar to you? Kind of. Do you think? Let me tell you who Leota Toombs is. Not only is she an amazing Imagineer, but she is the face behind the famous Madame Leota in Haunted Mansion. So these incredible people are just feet away from me talking about Imagineering and it was amazing. It was amazing, you guys. Which just, oh, the star struckness that you get. So amazing. If you've never been to a D23 convention and you've thought about going, just do it. And if you need help next year when D23 comes around again, I will help you. Because this was an amazing Disney highlight for me. So after that, I did end up having to leave because... My parents, who were graciously watching the kids for me, had something to do, so I had to head back. I am not mad at that. I got to enjoy my fun. I will never forget this experience, you guys. I can't I can't tell you that enough. I really hope that I get to do it again. It was, like I said, amazing. Just an amazing experience. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode about solo trips, and I highly recommend them. I highly recommend putting any guilt that you may feel aside if you're a mom or a wife 
I highly recommend if you're a Disney adult with no kids to just do it. Just do it and have fun and be a kid. I honestly felt like a kid when I was there. I was just having so much fun. After I got over, you know, all those other feelings, all it was was fun. And I'm just so excited to be able to do that again. So don't forget to follow me on Instagram because I'm going to show you photos and videos from these trips on my stories when this episode drops on Tuesday. Follow me on Instagram at magic underscore key underscore adventures, or you can use the link in the show notes. Feel free to email me questions or comments. I will take anything. Interact with me. I would love it, guys. So you can email me at magickeyadventures at yahoo.com. I also want to remind you to subscribe, rate, and review. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I did get some ratings and I have one review. So thank you again for that. Um, also, if you want to support the show with a one-time donation, you could hit the link in my show notes or in Instagram. It's a small $5 one-time donation. It says buy me a cold brew, but it could be used for anything. I'll, I could either use it for um, more equipment, which I don't think I'm looking into any new equipment, but probably it'll just help me um, when I when I do trips. And if you want it to go to something specifically, that's perfect too. Just let me know in the comment. And um, I'll always tell you what I use it for. So I, if I do use it for a cold brew, I will tell you. I'm not going to lie to you on what you're donating money for. And if you do decide to donate money, I appreciate it. And I thank you so, so much for supporting me and supporting the show so that I can bring you more information about Disneyland and just to be able to talk Disney with you guys. Not a lot of expenses go into the show. It's mainly an expense from my editing software that I pay for. I paid for it with my last donation um, or I paid for two, no, one month of it. So I'm paying the rest on my own. So I am contributing to the show as well. So don't think I'm not, I'm not putting effort into the show. I really am. And I'm just excited to get back to the parks. I hope you guys are safe again from all of the storms hitting California, Arizona, Nevada. I hope you all are safe. And I hope you're planning a trip to Disneyland soon because it's the happiest place on earth, right? Until next time, you guys, I hope you all have an adventurous day. Bye.